0: I want to invite you now to think with me, think with me on the theme of the power of Jesus. For several weeks now, my mind has been repeatedly going back to this wonderful truth, the power of Jesus. We see his power displayed in the Bible in many situations in various ways. And now I want to invite you to focus with me on this first truth right out of the Bible. This first truth is this, the power of Jesus created everything. That's what we discover from our Holy Bible. Why don't you say it with me? The power of Jesus created everything. There are many places in the Bible where this truth is communicated to us, and I'm just going to Bring your attention to just a a couple of them here. For example, in the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 3. Why don't you read it out loud with me? It says, God created everything through Him, that is Jesus, and nothing was created except through Him. And nothing was created except through Him, through Jesus And then if you're reading in the Bible in Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 and 16, it says this. Read it with me. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through Him, that's Jesus, through Him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones and kingdoms, rulers and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. And those verses come out of the New Living Translation. My friends, when I think, when I think of how God created God, through Jesus, created everything. I think of how Jesus is bigger than any problem you and I might face. He is bigger than any situation, bigger than any problem that you and I might face. Bible verses, such, such as the ones we just read, essentially tell us that Jesus is able to do anything. Amen. Although you and I are limited in our abilities, limited in anything that we can do, Jesus is unlimited. When you and I cannot figure out a way, Jesus can provide the way. Amen. There is a chorus we sometimes sing around here which says, He is able, more than able, to accomplish what concerns me today. He is able, more than able, to handle anything that comes my way. He is able, more than able, to do much more than I could ever dream. He is able, more than able, to make me what He wants me to be. That's a wonderful course, isn't it? The Gospel of Mark, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, tell us the story of a time when Jesus was in the town of Capernaum, a town at that time of about 1,500 people, many of whom were fishermen located on the western shore of the Sea of Galilee. How many of you have maybe gone on a boat ride on the Sea of Galilee? Put your hand up. Yes, quite a few of you, all right. Uh, by, by the way, Bible scholars tell us that the word Capernaum means the field of repentance or town of comfort, just for your interest. Anyway, Mark 2, verses 1 through 12 tells us the story of four men who carried a paralyzed man on a mat To see Jesus who was preaching in the house where he was staying at. And the Bible says this. The Bible says, the house where Jesus was staying was so packed with visitors that there was no room, no more room even outside the door. And the Gospel of Mark 2 verse 4 says, they couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd. So they dug a hole through the roof above his head. And then they lowered the man on his mat right down in front of Jesus. And the good news is the Bible says Jesus healed that paralyzed man. Think about it. Why? Why did those four men who carried the paralyzed person uh, go through the trouble, the effort of even making a hole in the roof to bring him to Jesus? Why? Why? It was because they believed that Jesus was more than able to accomplish to accomplish what concerned them that day. And what concerned them was the welfare of that paralyzed man. They believed. They believed Jesus was able, more than able, to do much more than they could ever imagine or dream. Amen? My friends... Next Sunday, July 16, at our 11 a.m. church service, we will be anointing with oil. uh, we, We will be anointing people with oil in accordance with the instructions given to us in the book of James in the Bible. We will earnestly pray for Jesus to bring about physical healings, mental and emotional healings, relationship healings. Deliverance, deliverance from alcohol, deliverance from from drug abuse and other addictions, deliverance from, from evil spirits, deliverance from selfishness, and deliverance from sin. And I want to encourage us, I want to encourage you to come next Sunday believing, believing that He is able. Amen? Jesus is able. As the chorus says, He is able more than able to do, much more than I and you could ever imagine. Amen? Amen. 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 Question. Why? Why can we believe that Jesus is able? Because... The power of Jesus created everything. He has ultimate power, ultimate authority. There's a second truth I want to direct your attention to on the power of Jesus. And it is this. Why don't you read it with me from the screen? The power of Jesus holds all creation together. Again, we are taught this truth in various parts of the Bible. In Colossians 1, 17. It says, read it with me, he, Jesus, existed before anything else, and he holds all creation together. He holds all creation together. And then in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, we read The Sun radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God. Here it is. And he sustains, and he sustains everything by the mighty power of his command. When he had cleansed us from our sins, he sat down in the place of honor at the right hand of the majestic God in heaven. My friends, these Bible verses also help help to increase my faith and i hope help to increase your faith colossians 117 says he holds he jesus holds all creation together the commentator on this verse in the new living translation life application study bible says this he says Because Christ is the sustainer of all life, none of us is independent from him. We are all his servants who must daily trust him to protect us, care for us, and sustain us. Isn't that good? By by the way, this past week, uh, a couple of, Families in our church were telling me how they have found the Life Application Study Bible so helpful, and they wisely suggested that I strongly encourage you to to buy a Life Application Study Bible, whether it is whether it is a, a, a paper study Bible such as I use, or or whether it is a digital Bible that some of you like to use but consider the life application study Bible I have the new living translation of it my friends when I think of how Colossians 1.17 says he Jesus holds all creation together and when I think of Hebrews 1 3 saying he Jesus sustains everything by the mighty power of his command my faith is increased I hope yours is. My faith grows. My faith rises up. Pastor Dustin Crow in, a, in an article says this. He says, there are days and seasons where it appears like everything is crumbling. Amid pain or hardships, our lives feel like they are collapsing before us. Even when life feels like it's falling apart, Jesus holds everything together. He doesn't give up on people. Jesus never drops the ball. That's not only true in creation, but it's true for you. It's true for you. Even when life feels like it's falling apart, Jesus holds everything together. And then Pastor Crow goes on and continues to say, his power, his power declares that nothing keeps him from accomplishing his plans. His wisdom signifies that he knows how to use his power to best order all things for our good and his glory. His goodness and love assure us that everything that comes from his hand springs from the fountainhead Of goodness. Everything that comes from his hand springs from the fountainhead of goodness. I read that and I thought, thank you, Pastor Dustin Crow, for those encouraging words. My friends, as we look ahead to Sunday, July 16, when we will anoint with oil and pray with many different people. May your faith and mine increase as we remember that because the power of Jesus holds all creation together the power of Jesus the power of Jesus is able to put back together that which appears to be broken that which appears to be broken whether it is broken health broken relationships Broken minds, broken peace, broken finances, and broken hearts. Amen. The power of Jesus can hold everything together. Here's a third truth. I invite you to think upon with me. It is this. The power of Jesus can give us victory if we are oppressed by the devil and evil spirits. Look at a few of these verses with me. And there there are so many more Bible verses that we could include here. Why don't you read out loud with me, Acts ten thirty eight, And you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. When, then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Then read Matthew 8, 16. That evening, many demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. He cast out the evil spirits with a simple command. And he, Jesus, healed all the sick. Why don't you read that again? That evening, many demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. And he cast out the evil spirits with a simple command. And he, Jesus, healed all the sick. And then, if you were to read Ephesians 6, 10 through 13 with me, go ahead. A final word: be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood. Uh, we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. And then, after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Let it be so, Lord. Let it be so. My friend, the power of Jesus can give you victory if you are oppressed by the devil or some evil spirits, whatever and from wherever they came from. Now, please hear me carefully here. It is important for us to understand that there is a big difference between between mental health problems And oppression by the devil and evil spirits. Stick with me. Sometimes, when a person has mental health challenges, some people will say that he or she is possessed by the devil or an evil spirit. And that is not correct. That is not correct. What causes mental health problems? Well, the researchers tell us, mental health challenges can be caused by a variety of things, such as such as biological factors or chemical imbalances in, in the brain. Some of you, I'm sure, have read about that. What causes? mental health issues? Well, sometimes childhood abuse. This is why it's so important for us to never allow child abuse to go on or to happen. Sometimes it is caused by child abuse, trauma, or neglect. Other times, mental health challenges can be caused by social isolation or Loneliness. If you've been listening to some of the latest research, you have probably heard that the researchers are telling us more and more that loneliness can really become a serious problem. The research is also telling us that, that sometimes uh, mental health issues develop because, uh, because of experiencing discrimination and racism or because of poverty or extreme debt. Be very careful. Be very careful not to put yourself in unnecessary, severe, or extreme debt, my friends. And then others of you know that sometimes, sometimes mental health issues arise due to bereavement, bereavement, losing someone close to you. Show an abundance of love and compassion and support for anyone in your life who loses a loved one. And then uh, you've, I'm sure, learned that sometimes mental health challenges come about because of severe or long-term stress. And in other cases, sometimes it is caused by having a a long-term physical health condition that has gone on and on. Other times it is caused by severe anxiety and severe discouragement and depression. My friends, if you were to look up, if you were to look up what causes mental health problems, if you were to look it up in, in a health book or on the internet, you would generally find that most of the above list that I have mentioned is what the researchers will refer to. When I was preparing this message this week, I came across a question on the internet. And the question was this. What is the hardest mental illness to live with? It was interesting. The answer they gave was this. They said, borderline personality disorder, borderline personality disorder is one of the most painful mental illnesses since individuals struggling with this disorder are constantly trying constantly trying to cope with volatile and overwhelming emotions very interesting on the question of what is the hardest mental illness to live with the probability is that different health professionals would most likely give different answers, all right? Please, please don't assume that if a person has a mental health problem, challenge, such as the various ones I've spoken of, don't assume that he or she is possessed by a demon or an evil spirit. I'm stressing this because across the years, i found that sometimes uh, people people make that connection too often, and that's not correct. Some of the ways by which some people become afflicted by by Satan, afflicted by demons or evil spirits, some of the ways by which people become affected by Satan, demons, evil spirits, is, is by getting involved in things that they shouldn't get involved. Okay, so stick with me here. By getting involved, for example, with the occult. Getting involved with Satanism, with palm reading and Ouija boards and fortune telling and seances and witchcraft and channeling and and crystal ball gazing and watching devil movies and, yes, drunkenness as well. Yes. Yes. Don't get involved please don't get involved in those things and the probability is you will not be affected by demons or evil spirits don't get involved in those things all right the good news is the good news is Jesus can bring Jesus can bring healing to our mental health problems and Jesus can bring us victory and freedom if we are oppressed by the devil or evil spirits or whatever. The gospel of Mark chapter 5 verses 1 through 13 tells us the story. It tells us the story of how of how Jesus delivered a man from many evil spirits. This afternoon I want to encourage you to When you're home to read, turn to Mark 5 and read this powerful story, verses 1 through 13, of how Jesus delivered this man from many evil spirits. It is, in many ways, a scary story to read, but it is true. But it reminds us, I say to you, it reminds us of the power of Jesus to give us victory over. Satan over demons, over evil spirits. Amen? And then I take you to this fourth truth. And it is this. Read it with me. The power of Jesus can heal us of all our diseases. Yes, read with me Luke 6, verses 17 through 19. It says, When they came down from the mountain... The disciples stood with Jesus on a large level area, surrounded by many of the followers and by the crowds. There were people from all over Judea and from Jerusalem and from as far north as the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear him, Jesus, and to be healed of their diseases, and those troubled by evil spirits were healed everyone tried to touch him because healing power went out from him and he, Jesus, healed everyone. He healed everyone. And Psalm 103, verses 2 and 3, let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. My friends, may Bible verses like this cause your faith to rise up, to be encouraged and lifted up, to rise up and grow. Beloved, as we look ahead to Sunday, July 16, it's only a week from today, come please, come with faith, believing that the power of Jesus can heal us of all our diseases. Come, believing. It is not any power of Pastor Nick. It is not any power of Pastor Lisa. It is not any power of anyone else. But it is the power of Jesus that can heal us of all diseases as the Scripture says. Amen? Amen? Let it be so. Let it be so. And so, think with me. I've shared with you these these four truths. The first one was, the power of Jesus created everything. May that truth alone cause your faith to soar, rise up. And then, secondly, we spoke of, How the power of Jesus holds all creation together. And that power, I believe, can help you and me. And then thirdly, we spoke of how the power of Jesus can give us victory if we are oppressed by the devil and evil spirits, demons, whatever. And fourth, The power of Jesus can heal us of all our diseases. So my friends, I invite us to pray fervently throughout this week. And I ask us to not only pray, but also to fast, to fast in different ways on different days, preparing our minds and hearts for the power of Jesus to be released, into the lives, into the hearts of individuals who will come to be prayed for at this altar next Sunday. Oh, dear Lord, we pray for the ministry and the touch of the healing power of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now, O glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or imagine. Amen? Who is able to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or imagine. Let us pray. Dear Lord... As I have been reflecting these last number of weeks on the power of Jesus, Lord, my faith has been, has been blossoming, blossoming, Lord. My, my faith has been developing. My faith has been growing. My faith has been rising up. And I pray that you would help each one here in this sanctuary of Rosewood Church of the Nazarene and each online viewer each radio listener lord i pray that that our faith is rising up rising up as to what jesus is able to do yes for your honor and for your glory oh lord we recognize that we are very limited in our own abilities we are limited in our own power but oh god when we read when we read of the power of jesus that there is power in the name of jesus Our hearts are aglow. We are excited. We we, uh, we want to rise up and say, Praise the Lord. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Jesus. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, dear God. We want to prepare ourselves spiritually as we fast and pray this week. Want to prepare our minds and hearts. Oh, I pray. I pray for those, those who will join Pastor Lisa and, and me at the altar in anointing your dear people with oil. I pray, Lord, that you would help their own hearts to become prepared so that we are in the right mind and the right spirit, and that we have faith that Jesus. Jesus is the answer. Jesus has power to do all things. Let it be so. And Father in heaven, we believe Jesus can help our dear sister, Noreen Christopher. Yes, she is your daughter. Noreen is your child. She's been your child for many years. You love Noreen. Her husband, her children, her family loves her, and we love her. And we pray that you, Jesus, would unleash your healing power to to get rid of that cancer in her body, to rid her, Lord, of that rare cancer, as only you are able to do so, dear God. That is our heart's cry. Thank you for Noreen, for Noreen's faith and trust in you. Thank you for her family's faith and trust in you. We call upon you to do a mighty work, a mighty healing in her life. In her life, oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen.